Thanks for joining us today for Our Joy Project, a podcast created by Bayes Communications. I'm Kelly Young, your host. Our Joy Project is a personal passion project of mine. I'm making it part of my mission to find and share joy. I'll talk to my guests about joy, how they define it, their last experience with it, and how they share it with others. This podcast isn't about my joy, though. It's really about our joy. During times when things around us feel so dark and there's a lot of negative energy around us, I believe we can still spark joy. This is Our Joy Project. Thanks for listening. If you ever thought about starting a podcast of your own, All Indiana Podcast Network can help you get started. Here's your chance to talk about the things you love, history, hobbies, vacation and travel, investing, true crime, love and romance, furry friends, whatever you like. Share your stories and start a podcast today. All Indiana Podcast Network can help you create, produce, distribute, and promote your podcast. For more information, email contact at allindianapodcast.com. That's contact at allindianapodcast.com. Hi, my friends. I'm Kelly Young. And as you know, I'm on the search to find joy and share joy. And I'm excited about this guest because uh, we kind of found each other through um, mutual connections or maybe just hearing the podcast. But Ann Wheat is actually out in Arizona. Uh, So she's uh, nice and warm. And I am in a sweatshirt and uh, a little chilly today on the day that we're calling. She said that she hasn't hit 100 yet. And uh, we're not even close here in Indianapolis. So, uh, but Ann is with an organization called Duet. And I'm so excited to meet you, Anne, and to learn more about the organization that you serve. So I'll let you introduce yourself. Well, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. So my name is Anne Wheat. I serve as executive director for a nonprofit founded in 1981 uh, called Duet Partners in Health and Aging. Um, A little bit about me. I'm a fourth generation Arizonan. Uh, a pretty rare thing around here. Um, and I think it was just because my great grandparents fell in love with this state and uh, I'm still in love with it. I've always been a big lover of nature and I think uh, it just keeps me um, very drawn to the diverse nature uh, 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 that we have, you know, from forests to canyons to red rocks, it's all there. Um, and I was, I think I was blessed to land in a family that really supported us, all their kids in following their hearts. So, um, my career path, my volunteerism, volunteerism has always been inextricably linked. It never even mattered to me if I was, you know, paid for one or the other, it just had to have purpose and meaning for me, I think. And, um, currently I am very proud to serve as executive director for Duet. Partners in Health and Aging. Um, I actually started with Duet about 20 years ago, serving as a member of the board of directors. Oh, wow. It really gave me quite a sense of um, the preciousness of this organization um, and its mission to provide health and wellness services for vulnerable older adults uh, through free of charge services um, in some real key areas. we support um, family caregivers who are doing this very hard work of caring for adults who can no longer fully care for themselves. We support grandparents who are caring for grandchildren who late in life, they, through usually some very traumatic uh, circumstances, need to take on care 
for grandchildren to keep them out of foster care. Mm. And we support homebound neighbors. These are typically elderly people who are in their 80s living on about $1,000 a month who live in their homes and have lost the ability to drive. And by training and supporting about 500 volunteers, we match them up and they give friendship, companionship in terms of friendly phone calls, rides to grocery stores or delivering groceries during the pandemic and rides to medical appointments to them. And, I'm, and we also support faith community nurses who can start health and wellness programs in their congregations and oftentimes be that first important connector to someone who's really isolated or struggling. And I'm very proud to say this is our 40th anniversary and we've done it free of charge. Wow. All these public services. That so that's read a little bit about, about me. That's incredible. Thank you for the important work that you're doing and uh, glad to know you. And I um, was sharing with you before we hit record that my daughter's out in Arizona right now working on getting her private pilot's license. And so I've had the great pleasure of going out and visiting her a couple of times. And uh, yeah, I could easily be convinced. I used to always think that I was a beach girl and that someday down the road, I would retire down in Florida or something, but I'm uh, easily being convinced that I'm an Arizona girl now. And uh well, not necessarily in the hundred degree weathers. Let me just, let me clarify. <laughs> well, uh, but the hiking and the beauty of it is just amazing to me. So, and, uh, you know, I'm philosophical. We have, we have air conditioning everywhere. So there's, a, there's a few really bad months, but all in all, we're not shoveling snow and it's, it's a place where you can be outdoors and engaged and, and uh, have a really good life, I think so. I love it. I Come love on it. over. That's right. That's right. Well, before we move on to joy, which is a purpose of the podcast, um, tell us where we can find you on the web. I mean, are you do well, your website? I, yes. I, I, the best place to go is to our website. You can find all the links to our, our social media connections. All of that is there. And that is very simple. Duetaz.org. Easy. And it's a, a O-R-G. So uh, duetaz.org. Okay. Um, and it will connect to you, people whether they want to volunteer, ask for help, or or contribute to the good work that we do. Um, and it also we are just that organization that, for our whole um, time we've been around, is very much person to person. So people can give us a call; they'll get someone actually answering the phone uh, during work hours, and uh, we'd be happy to talk with them and help them out if we can, or help them find an organization that can help them if, if, if we are not the right organization. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Anne. All right. Well, let's talk about joy. And this first question, as I shared with you before, there's no right or wrong answer. Uh, but how do you define joy? What does joy mean to you? I think that is just such an interesting question. I think, you know, for, for most of us, happiness is that easy word to define. We know it. It's it's that external thing that connects us to, um, you know, laughing and having a good time. That certainly enriches our lives. Joy is something else entirely, and I think it's a, I think it's an, it's an internal, internally driven um, experience based on what choices we make in our own lives. Um, the decisions we make about how we live our lives and our commitment to being intentional about that 
And two, I think for me personally, definitely to an awareness and being intentional and mindful about what is going on in the world around me and the suffering of people around me and being willing to say, I am going to be a person who will make the sacrifices necessary to be part of the solution. Um, because I, there's a saying I always hold on to, um, all the good intentions in the world matter less than a single lovely act. Oh. And I want to be that person whose actions help diminish suffering in the world. And I have found through 40 years of living my adult life that that is the, the thing, that is the piece that connects me to joy. A very deep, profound joy that I could tell you comes out of putting that hard work in, not for wealth or fame or anything, but just because you think it's the right thing to do and you're gonna draw that line in the sand and you're going to do it and not give up on, on this thing that can help people you, you have a connection to caring about. Um, and then the satisfaction of when that's done and seeing the, the joy you've brought to them, the meaning, the, the um, perhaps the empowerment that they have gotten to, to make their own lives, to define their own lives and find their own joy in the way that matters to them. Not how I define it, but what works for them. That is and I, so great. I could, I would, if you, if there's time, I would just share the very first experience that I had of connecting to joy. Yeah, that's great. And I was a, I was a young woman, really fresh out of college. I was uh, running summer camps for children with cancer. And a friend of mine had gone to work for the American Cancer Society, reached out to me and asked if I would volunteer to help start a summer camp for kids with cancer, Arizona kids with cancer. This was back in the early 80s when cancer was still the big C mm. and there were no supports at all. And I never met a child with cancer, but I knew the power, I believed firmly in the power of mother nature to heal. And I decided I would do that. And it became 10 times the work I ever thought it would be. It consumed my life. Um, I never have done anything on my own. I don't have that capacity, but I, I just welcomed in such amazing, wonderful people to be part of that journey and find their own gifts. And at the end of it, when we, when we ran that camp and I met these children and realized they weren't cancer patients, they were kids who happened to have cancer Yeah, that we could really have give them profound meaning and happiness and joy, I believe by taking them from isolation and bringing them into community with fellow travelers who they never even had the chance to meet and then do that for their families. And I will tell you, I, it gave me my first just deep, true sense of joy. And I can tell you that for me, that is the thing that persists. It's not ephemeral like happiness. And I still, when I hear from some of those kids or some of those volunteers I work with, I still feel that joy. And that has persisted to, to this day in the work I do with Duet. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that story. I, I uh, sure. love hearing that because my second question is about when was the last time you experienced joy? And I know that was back in the 80s, but I'd love to hear maybe your latest joy. I, 
I am so blessed. I am so blessed to be here at Duet. And so my preface to this one, this does tie uh, to my time here at Duet, um, is that what brought me back to Duet in a very personal way was that um, on her 50th birthday, my older sister, many years back, was diagnosed with a very rare uh, progressive form of dementia that starts with brain blindness. Mm. And so I accompanied her. It was my, my biggest pain and heartbreak was accompanying her on a journey that was something I couldn't fix. I couldn't stop. I could only be with her and try to do the best I could as her sister to accompany her. It lasted 15 years. And it was not the thing that brought me joy. But what did was stepping back in after I retired from municipal work to duet on staff as uh, director of family caregiver services and taking my journey and the hard lessons I learned along it and being able to put meaning to that in how I could help others who were starting their journeys as family caregivers of someone who they couldn't, they couldn't fix what was wrong. They could only accompany them. And I could help do that. And that, um, one of the programs I started was a, a, a program called Finding Meaning and Hope, a workshop series that was done with the world-renowned expert, Dr. Pauline Voss on complex caregiver grief. And to have people volunteer to become trainers, facilitators, and take that out to help those caregivers has brought me, I did it to honor my sister. And it has brought me and continues to bring me tremendous joy. And watching all these, these amazing people who have stepped in to make it part of their dream and their journey, that it, it wasn't ever again about me. And I, I do think that that is where I can help spread joy, is somehow being willing to open my arms wide enough, um, always within the nonprofit uh, works that I do, to say, come in and be part of this. Find your place to be part of this so that it's you're giving your gifts to others to help them on their journeys. And I think that is when people can't make someone experience joy, but once they have that opportunity to find that for themselves, um, then they have it. And it's always part of, of their fabric of who they are, I believe. Yeah, that's great. I love the um, the way that you've honored your sister and, and the beauty in that and that the way that you're able to share that gift with others as well. And you touched on it a little bit because my third and final question is really around how, how you can share and spread joy and what we can learn from you. So I know you touched on it a little bit, but anything else you want to add to that part? Well, I think that for me and, and it, like I said, I only have my own kind of lens that I could see this through, but I believe that that deep joy that we experience for, from the satisfaction of whatever it is that, that you know, moves us in life and that we will make a deep, profound commitment to, that that somehow radiates out of us 
I think that when I talk to people, when I share what I do, it shows up. I don't, it's nothing intentional. It's just that it matters so much to me. And I can speak about these things with joy, even though joy is, joy is not the opposite of suffering or struggle. It's deeply tied to that, I think, sometimes. It's not something that just comes easily. It's not a, a surface thing. But I think when people can envision that, maybe through my words, and decide to try stepping into that world of giving to others, not for personal benefit, but for something higher, that's how I spread joy. And that's how others find it, I believe. Oh, I love that so much. And um, I love that you just said uh, joy radiates out of us. And I can feel that And because this is a podcast and people hear it, I'm sure that they can hear it from your voice. But I have the pleasure of seeing you since we're doing this on Zoom and seeing that it absolutely does radiate um, from you, your joy, your love of your sister, the love of the clients that you serve um, through Duet. It's all there. And it's just so, um, it's so beautiful. And uh, you're so passionate about the work and the people that you care for. And I just, I'm so thrilled to know you and, and the work that well, you're doing. And, and, I, and thank you. I, I could say it's, it's humbling work. It's always been a gift to me. I'm not, this isn't, I'm not Mother Teresa. <laughs> you know, I get <laughs> I get much out of this um, myself. I have learned so many lessons from working with people with disabilities, with refugees, young orphans from South Sudan, from uh, working with these elderly people who have faced profound vulnerabilities and family caregivers. They teach me so much. So I'm very blessed in that regard. That's awesome. Again, Anne, thank you so much for being here with me today to talk about joy and to introduce us to Duet. And again, that's duetaz.org if you want to learn about the work that Anne and her team are doing out in Arizona. And um, this is just a joyful conversation. And I appreciate everything and, and your vulnerability and your stories that you shared as well with us too today. And thank you. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Take care. You too. Come visit us. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Our Joy Podcast, brought to you by Bayes Communications. If you want to share your joy with us, or if you want to learn more about the work we do at Bayes, send me an email at kelly at bayescommunications.com. That's Kelly with a Y and Bayes, B-A-I-S-E, communications with an S at the end. You can also follow us on Facebook at Our Joy Project. Until next time, choose joy and be kind to one another.